We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'll never call off fourth quarter pressure. Back of the jersey, double sevens. No matter how many times, I never get tired of that reference. Hop Hall of Fame for dirt, we love you with a deep breath. Hi, this is Luka Doncic. Hi, I'm Kyrie Irving. And, and you're listening, listening to, to the Mavs Step, Step Back, Back Podcast. Waiting on my fall off. I'll never call off. Fourth quarter pressure. Back of the jersey. Double sevens. No matter how many times, I never get tired of that reference. Hall of Fame for dirt. We love you with a deep reverence. Bad court nasty. I wonder who gon' check him. Cuban did his thing when he went and got number 11. I still got his picture on my wall at 707. Feel synonymous with Kyrie, how we both train with aggression. Competition obsolete. Trying to breathe life into my dreams. I'm so tired of sleep. Still got some work from last season that was incomplete. So hungry for redemption. Thank my boys, that's my overheat. Like Luca with his three of them hit. My mic is prone to overheat. I pride myself the most. I'm 22 and my folks proud of me. I took the heart away since I was 10. Was no surprise to me. A step back mass blowing up was no surprise to me. And I'm speaking honestly. Seven. How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. Uh, just wanted to come on here. Uh, it is early night Saturday. Uh, just wanted to recap that Mavs uh, Celtics blowout <laughs> from Friday night and not in the good guy's favor. Uh, you know, it was – we're going to get into some specific stuff about, you know, Luka Doncic and Jason Tatum and – you know, not just the MVP debate, but, you know, how people pin each pin both of those players against each other uh, and try to make a debate out of it when, I mean, in all reality, and the numbers back it up, the accolades back it up, it's really not a debate. So, you know, we're going to get into all that. But uh, first, just want to, you know, recap this Mavs-Celtics game. Uh, you know, the Mavs, they they came into that game uh, coming off of a bounce-back win. After they had lost two straight, and then they beat the uh, Toronto Raptors in Toronto. Gritty game on the second night of the back-to-back. They put up 136 points on Toronto in the, on that second night of the back-to-back and got the win. And then going into Boston, I mean, it's just one of those 
like I have I, one of my friends is a big Celtics fan and he came to where I, he came where I work uh, last week and we were talking about this game coming up and he wanted to he wanted to place a bet with money <laughs> uh, you know, on that game and I was like look if under normal circumstances you know if 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 the the scheduling was evened out and all that stuff, I probably would. I didn't for this particular one, and my reasoning for it was I knew the Mavs were going to be playing their third game in four nights, obviously. Um, I knew, you know, how good the Celtics are at home. They're now 28-3 and three on the season at home. Uh, and, you know, the, that, that's the biggest thing, though, is, you know, the Mavs rest disadvantage. And, you know, they, they played the Celtics well in this game. Final score ended up being 138 to 110. But, you know, that, that final score didn't really didn't really do it justice for how close the game was up until the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, it was a three-point game halfway through the third quarter. And then, you know, I, I, I don't want to say it and, you know, it, I don't want people to think that I'm just piling on one guy because I promise I'm not. But, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr. subbed into the game when the Mavs were only down 77 to 74. And by the time he checked back out, about four minutes into the fourth quarter, the Mavs were down 18. So, uh, and again, I'm not trying to single one guy out because – you know, when, when Timmy's hitting shots, he's important to the Mavs. But there's been a handful of times this season where you look at the box score plus minus and the big negative number that sometimes pops up with THJ matches the eye test. So, you know, it, it is what it is. But all I know is the Ma- – and, and Jason Kidd said something after the game about you know, you could tell that the, the the Celtics are all about playing team basketball. And I, I hated that Kid said that because I knew, you know, especially with Celtics media and Celtics fans uh, on social media, I knew they were going to take that as, as Jason Kidd throwing a shot at Luka specifically because there's this narrative out there that Luka doesn't play team basketball, which is, which is an atrocious – narrative it's 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 asinine it's it's stupid like <laughs> if you like tell me you don't watch luca actually play basketball without telling me you don't watch luca play basketball because that guy gets everybody involved he would average probably 20 assists per night if a handful of the passes he throws out there actually got converted you know, he ended up with like 14 assists in that win against Toronto the other night, and he probably would have had 20 if guys would have hit their open shots. Most namely, Derek Jones Jr., he had several wide-open three-pointers, like as wide open as you can possibly get. And, you know, it just it just didn't matter. So, you know, I, I just don't see how people can take what kids said and think that it was a direct shot at Luca because it really wasn't. It was talking about the rest of the team. And, you know, I, I specifically with Tim Harwood, and I hate to 
I really do hate to single out one person, but I mentioned it on previous pods. I don't think it's a coincidence that the only time during the Jason Kidd era where the Mavs actually went on a sustained huge run that went into the playoffs as well. You know, they, they played very well in the regular season. It rolled into the postseason all the way to the Western Conference Finals. I don't think it's coincidence that that happened when Tim Hardaway Jr. was hurt and he wasn't able to play. So, you know, a lot of that's not on Tim Hardaway Jr. I mean, if he's out there playing, he's going to try to do his best. If he can't hit shots or if he can't play defense, you know, he's not forcing his way out there onto the court. You know, it comes back to Jason Kidd. And he's got to find a way to shorten the leash on Tim Hardaway Jr.'s minutes, so to speak. So, you know, if if, if he's not hitting, uh, you know, you can look at the box score and say, hey, this is, <laughs> this is not working for us right now. Maybe we should pull the plug and try again later if we just have to try again later. Uh, but he's got to get it figured out because a lot of these – runs that take the Mavs that you know the Mavs are in the game and then next thing you know they're out of the game a lot of those runs happen when Tim Hardaway Jr. is in there and unless he's just on a scorcher hitting multiple threes uh you know it's it's hard to overcome his shortcomings on the defensive end uh and you know uh, you got to try something else you just have to I mentioned it before you know, after the trade deadline and the additions the Mavs made. But, you know, Jason Kidd, he's out of excuses. He's He's got to get it figured out. If this team, they're, they're definitely going to make the play in. You know, I, I have no issues predicting that because you look at the standings and uh, the Utah Jazz are in the 11th spot and they're like seven or eight games under 500 or something like that. So, I mean, the Mavs are going to make the play in tournament. But – if they don't make the playoffs or if they make the first round of the playoffs and get bounced in that first round, I don't think Jason Kidd is the coach going forward. I don't. I I, I think his time as the Mavs coach is done if he doesn't get it together and figure it out and, uh, you know, get this team firing on all, on all cylinders as we go into this final stretch of the season. He's just – he's out of excuses. He's got to figure it out. He, you know, all season he complained that the Mavs roster didn't have enough size, didn't have enough. Well, now it does have enough size. And, you know, he's choosing to play Daniel Gafford seven minutes per game in some of these games. And I get it. I get it. Gafford isn't the best, you know, guarding in space. And, you know, uh, you know, he'll drop on bigs that can shoot threes and that can hurt the Mavs too. But you're not even giving the guy a chance to play through that. You know, you how how can you give Daniel Gafford a seven minute limit and pull the plug on him completely just because a couple of plays go awry, but you can leave Tim Hardaway Jr. in there for, you know, twelve consecutive minutes, even though the game is completely going downhill. It makes no sense, like no logical sense why you know, a kid is is choosing to operate the way he is in those specific scenarios. So uh, he's got to figure it out. He's out of excuses. Uh, looking at that Boston game, one thing that really stood out to me was uh, 
you know, how PJ Washington continued his assertiveness. Now he cooled off uh, at one point in the game, but he still finished with 17 points, had a block, seven rebounds, uh, only shot three of nine from three, seven of 16 overall. But it was good to see him, you know, make an impact, especially in that third quarter when the Mavs got to within three. It, that was directly because P.J. Washington was hitting his shots. So, um, And speaking of a guy that might not be getting enough minutes, you know, we talked about Gafford and what what Kidd has, has done with him in a handful of games. But Derek Lively, you know, he, he had 15 points, was 7 of 7 from the field, had four rebounds, two steals, and a block, and only played 23 minutes. Now, I don't know. We haven't heard anything official. I don't know if he's still on a minutes restriction. Uh, because of that broken nose, uh, that could be it, maybe. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, it, it, I, I think, you know, Lively, with the way he's playing lately, he should potentially be getting, you know, 30, 32 minutes a game. Uh, you know, I, the Maxi Kleba thing, it's great when it works. <laughs> when, when he's not on or he's, you know, he's passive, he's not taking shots, he's not confident. It's bad. You know, he in 20 minutes, uh, Maxi Kleba had one point and two rebounds in that in that Boston game. And that's just that's just not gonna cut it. It's not gonna cut it. And okay, so Maxi had two rebounds in 20 minutes off the bench. Daniel Gafford against Boston played six minutes and matched Maxi's rebounding total. In 14 less minutes, he had two rebounds, and Maxi had two rebounds in 20 minutes of play. So I just I, I don't get that from kid. I really don't. Um, you know, the, Dante Exum, he was really good in Toronto. Uh, he struggled, you know, in 15 minutes against the Celtics. He still got to get his legs underneath him after missing, you know, 13 consecutive games with uh, knee bursitis. Uh, that's what kept him out. He was only one of five in that game. Obviously, Luca is always. He always brings his A game, it seems like, for these big games, even if his team doesn't get the win. And, look, credit to the Celtics. The Celtics are unbelievable. (laughs) I'm not going to say that they don't have any holes because I don't think any team is just absolutely perfect. You know, obviously they've lost 12 games this season, but they're about as close to perfect as, as you can see in the NBA this year. They're incredible. They're starting lineup, you know, with uh, with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and uh, Derek White, Drew Holiday, Christos Porzingis, who has been playing amazing and miraculously staying healthy all of a sudden, uh, <laughs> which he, he never did in Dallas. But, you know, and then you have guys off the bench. You, you, you have Al Horford off the bench and Xavier Tillman. And uh, Peyton Pritchard, you know, they're just loaded. You've got shooters everywhere. Every single player in that starting lineup that I mentioned can shoot the ball. And, I mean, it's just – it's a luxury to have. I mean, Jason Kidd's praised, that, praised the way the Celtics play and said that they're all about the team. Well, hell, I mean, <laughs> if I if the Mavs had that same star – or that same shooting in their starting lineup and – coming off the bench, you know, just all around like that, I would hope they played that way too. You know, the Mavs still ended up with 20 assists on the night. The Celtics had 33. 
just uh, just some crazy stuff. They're good. You got to like I said, you got to tip your hat to them. They're good. Um, not making any excuses, but you know it, it's just a fact that the Mavs were on their third game in four nights, the the final game of a tough four game road trip. Uh, you know it was it was about as close to a scheduled loss as you could have on an NBA schedule. And, you know, they fought for three and a half, really three full quarters. And then in the fourth quarter, it just it just unraveled quickly. But uh, before we get into this Luka versus Jason Tatum debate, uh, I want to talk to you guys about, uh, about prize picks because uh, right now you can go to prize picks, download the app, and use our promo code uh, step back to get up to $100 matched on your first deposit. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for the playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your latest hoops knowledge into serious cash. Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, prize picks will uh, they'll have your back, and they won't count that as a loss for you. So, again, be sure to go and get the prize picks app and use our promo code STEPBACK for a first deposit match up to $100. Uh, I love prize picks. They make it real easy. You know, you go to their – if you want to – you know, uh, pick the over-under on several different, different. Uh... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply props i mean I, I i tend not to do it as much if the mavs aren't playing because you know <laughs> my, my luck with daily fantasy sports if it's not mavs related isn't isn't very good but um you know i, I every time 
or every other game, I should say, when the Mavs are playing, I, I go on there and mess around with it and, and see what I can make doing it. So be sure to go do that. Again, promo code step back and you can get up to a hundred dollars match on your first deposit. So for example, if you wanted to deposit a hundred dollars and you use our promo code step back, you're gonna have two hundred dollars in there that you can play with. So be sure to go do that. Uh okay, so Luca. Jason Tatum, it, it's a debate. I don't know why it's a debate. I mean, Jason Tatum is amazing. He's a great player. He's just not on Luca's level. And I know people will listen to this. They'll watch this and they'll say, oh, this is Mav Stepback. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, their their name is is named after Luca. Of course they're saying this. They're biased. It's a, look, this isn't even about bias. Like, of course there's natural bias that we have with Luca, but it, this is just a numbers thing, y'all. This isn't, this isn't even like trying to be trying to insult Jason Tatum in any way. This is just saying that Luca is the better player and that's okay. You can have two good players and one guy be better. That's fine. But what I don't like is you have people on the other side and I say it's not just Celtics fans. It's not just Celtics media. It seems like there's several different, uh, several different media bases, several different fan bases that stick to this narrative that Luca hogs the ball, that he doesn't, he doesn't play team basketball like some of these other guys supposedly do. And I just think that's ridiculous. So, like I said earlier, you don't watch basketball if you think that. Yeah, you don't watch Mavs basketball if you think that for sure. Because I've watched, I watch every single Mavs game. I watch them religiously. And Luca, if he has the talent around him, he's gonna find that talent. Kyrie Irving is his co-star, and he is playing arguably the best basketball of his entire career. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. He hit a huge shot in the 2016 NBA Finals over Steph Curry in a Game 7 that essentially won the Finals that year. He is an amazing player, probably pound for pound the most talented player we've seen in maybe ever as far as skills go, dribbling, all that kind of stuff, handles. And yet his first full year with Luka, he is having arguably the best statistical year of his career. And you can say that with several other guys who have played with Luca. So the idea that, you know, Luca doesn't play team ball, and, you know, I've even seen some people say that uh, that's one reason why players don't want to play in Dallas because they don't think that they're going to get the ball and all this other stuff. It's just it's so stupid. Like, how do you, how do you watch what Kyrie's doing right now? And, you know, P.J. Washington getting several opportunities and – Hell, even Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> he, on these nights where he's going, you know, two or three of 15, it's like, where where do you think, why do you think he's getting that many shots if if, uh, if Luca's not a team player and trying to distribute and get guys involved? But anyway, I'm not going to get too far down the rabbit hole. I just think it's, it's really dumb if people say that. But looking side by side, and we're not going to even look at this year specifically. We're just going to look at the career, career numbers. So here are the only categories that Jason Tatum 
has a slight edge over Luca. These are the only categories that he has a slight edge. Regular season, head-to-head, he has a 6-5 advantage. So he's won one more game over Luca than Luca has over him. 6-5 advantage, that's one. He has uh, higher blocks per game by .2. <laughs> he, he averages 0.7 blocks per game. Luca averages 0.5. So uh, the head-to-head, the blocks per game, the three-point percentage, which Luca has taken a huge step up this year, but overall, uh, Jason Tatum shoots 37.4% from three. Luca 34.5%. So that's that's three. And then uh, free throw percentage, 84.4% for Tatum, only 74.5% for Luca. So that's the only four. That's the only four things that that you know major things in my opinion that Tatum has over Luca. You look at everything else. You look at points per game, rebounds per game, assists per game, steals per game, overall field goal field goal percentage, effective field goal percentage, BPM, VORP. <laughs> you look at uh, first team All NBA. Luca has four. Tatum has two, even though Luca's younger. Uh, you know, they each have five all-star appearances. And again, Luca is a year younger. It's just, I just don't see how you can look at the talent that Jason Tatum has had around him for the last handful of years versus what Luca has had. And there's some revisionist history there with Luca too, because people, oh, well, you know, he had Jalen Brunson. He had Kristaps Porzingis on the same team. Those guys weren't playing the way they're playing right now. You know, Jalen Brunson with the Knicks, Porzingis with the Celtics. Those guys weren't playing this way when they were in Dallas. And it wasn't because Luca wasn't getting them involved either. And, you know, Kristaps Porzingis will tell you this himself that he was a little selfish when he was in Dallas. He he wasn't really in the right headspace to play team-style basketball like what he's playing in, in Boston. If he had, it might have been different. But, you know, he also had some injury issues in Dallas too. So, you know, even if the mindset was right, there's no, there's no way to tell if, you know, he would have uh, – if, he, if it would have made a difference, you know, even if he had the right mindset, his body might not have been able to hold up. Jalen Brunson was a late bloomer in that 2021-2022 season uh, and, you know, led the Mavs to a 2-1 series lead against the Jazz when Luka was out. But, you know, before that season, he really didn't help that much. So, you know, people are going to say what they're going to say, but you know, all I'm saying is you look at the talent Jason Tatum's had, versus the talent Lucas had. And I think if you swapped both players, that the Celtics would already have a couple championships under their belt. Uh, you know, I, I I just that's how I feel about it. I feel like if if you take those two players and swap them out, the Boston Celtics end up having uh, you know, two championships between 2018 and right now. So it is what it is. And, you know, again, the numbers speak for themselves. You know, we, people want to talk about, you know, uh, Jason Tatum being more of a team player than Luka, not passing – Luka not passing the ball and everything. It's like, what are, what are you talking about? Luka averages 8.2 assists. It'd probably be 12 or 13 
if if it wasn't for you know guys like Derek Jones Jr. or Tim Hardaway Jr. not hitting shots, wide open shots, uh, and you know Tatum he averages three point five assists per game. So I mean he's obviously not passing the ball a lot. Maybe maybe he gets some hockey assists that I'm just not seeing. But you know still I I think it's a dumb debate i don't even think it's a debate i think people just want to have something to talk about on social media and this is a way to stir the pot so to speak maybe i'm contributing to that just by having this conversation with myself pretty much but i just feel like it has to be said because i feel like i'm taking crazy pills seeing all this back and forth about this online when there should be no back and forth objectively luca is the better player and he should be higher than – well, I take it back. I take it back. I don't know if he should be higher than Tatum on the MVP list because of where the Mavs are currently in the West standings because I do think where your team is at should matter. And, and you know, the Celtics have been so amazing, and Tatum is, you know, arguably the best player on his team. Uh, I think <laughs> I think you can make a case uh, for some other guys. But, I, I mean, but – in all reality, he is the best player on the best team in the league right now, and I think that has to matter for something. But if the Mavs end up getting into the you know top five, even top six, if they just avoid the play-in tournament, and Luca's nearly averaging a thirty-five point triple-double, you know, with what he's been doing this year, something that we've never seen in NBA history, uh, I, I think you have to give him real MVP consideration and definitely put him ahead of Tatum because Tatum just has so much more help, and he's had so much more help than Luka has over the last several years. So that's where I'm at on that. Uh, I'm not going to ramble any more about this. Um, I want to hear what you think about it, though. You know, in in our video, our YouTube video comments, leave your takes. You know, what do you feel about this? I mean, uh, here's the thing. If if y'all are listening to this and you do disagree with me, I want to know what proof you have that Luca isn't a team player and doesn't try to get his play his his teammates involved. If if that is true, I want I want to hear the argument for it because I don't think there is one. <laughs> just from from watching every game. I think people just, you know, they'll cherry pick certain, you know, uh highlights where Luca holds the ball for a while and shoots a step back three. But, you know, they ignore all the other stuff. They just take a couple of clips, post it social media, and then, oh, yeah, there you go, Luca, ball hog. That's not how this works. So if you have a legitimate argument against it, I want to hear it. So let me know in the comments. Uh, the Mavs, they now return home to American Airlines Center after a tough four-game road trip. They're still playing Eastern Conference opponents. Uh, they play the Philadelphia 76ers. It's a... Uh, Sunday game. So tomorrow at noon, they play the Sixers on ABC. Uh, Tuesday, they play the Indiana Pacers. They'll have a chance to get revenge for the Pacers just completely kicking their butts in Indiana last week. And then Thursday, they'll play the Miami Heat um, on TNT. And then over uh, next weekend, they go to uh, the Detroit Pistons and play them. So it's a pretty manageable, you know, Philadelphia still doesn't have Joel Embiid. Uh, Miami, they're always tough, but I think that's a, you know, a winnable game with the newfound depth that the Mavs have. The Mavs have been playing better. You know, they, they've they had some lapses, obviously. The Tim Hardaway Jr. thing needs to be figured out 
because I think that's, you know, he's a weak link on defense. And when you play teams as smart as the Celtics are, that, you know, a team that doesn't have very many holes, they're going to exploit that. And, you know, I think that's what happened while, while Tim Hardaway Jr. was on the floor and it was just too much for the Mavs to overcome. So once they figure that stuff out, I think they'll really get rolling. But, you know, they went three, they went one and three on this four game road trip, but I think they played better overall than what that, what that record said. So we'll see. They were a Max Struess uh, miracle, miracle 59 foot heave shot away from being two and two on that road trip. So we'll see if they come back home and get things together and, hopefully string together a couple of wins because like I said, I don't think they're going to fall out of play in range. I think that's, I think they're pretty much set, you know, going to be in the play in no matter what, but um, if they're going to climb out of it, they can't continue to drop some of these games, especially with teams like the Warriors and the Lakers and the, uh, the Suns and the Kings, all those teams are winning. So you got to win to keep pace. And if you have any hopes of moving up, you got to have it. You got to have it. So after going one and three on that four-game road trip, you know, they, they really need to aim for 3-0 and on this homestand before they head out on the road again uh, this next weekend. And, you know, it's a manageable manageable road trip, two-game road trip where they play the, the Pistons and the Bulls. But uh, they got to have them. They got to have these home games. So Philadelphia tomorrow, we'll see how it goes. No Embiid. We'll see if Luca and Kyrie and the rest of the crew can get back on track and get back into the win column. So, guys, appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. As always, again, be sure to like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms and subscribe on YouTube. I really appreciate the support that you guys have showed us there uh, over the last year and a half. It's been incredible. Uh, and, again, go leave us some comments on our YouTube videos. We want to hear from you. Uh, so appreciate it y'all y'all have a great rest of your weekend and we'll see you next time everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in if you are a woman over 35 magnesium will help you rediscover balance energy and vitality magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body including those involved in hormonal balance from functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.